the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Let me tell you why nobody wants to talk to y'all behind closed doors. Cause y'all lie. That's just the bottom line. You have done it thus far in this investigation. You have done it this far as it relates to this committee. And every single hearing, y'all spin, spin, spin. I don't know how y'all are still standing right now because you should be quite dizzy from all the spinning that you're constantly doing when it comes to spinning the truth. You talk about free and fair elections, but you back a guy who we know tried to steal the election. <laughs> Oh please, rock star cheers. Oh my god. I wanna I wanna mainline Jasmine Crockett into my veins yeah. 24-7. Absolutely. She is fire. Yeah. She is fire. I'm wearing my Alpha Liberal t-shirt. I am so proud of our Democrats. Oh my god. They are the perfect lineup for this moment in yep. our history. Mm -hmm. Are they not, you guys? Oh my god, Moskowitz, Raskin, mm -hmm. all of them were fantastic. Yes, they were. Oh my they god. Were. Moskowitz wearing a Smurf tie and holding up a picture of Trump and <laughs> Trump and uh, Epstein. Yeah, it's just I mean, and you could oh tell the Republicans god. were pissed yesterday. Oh, they were. They oh my god, Hunter pissed. Biden calling their bluff, yep. showing up, yep. and then walking out on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh -huh. Nancy Mays told him he has no balls, so he took Marjorie Taylor Greens and left. Well, I mean, it, it takes balls to show, to show up, up in that He could have been arrested. So what, so what Nancy Mace said was completely the opposite exactly. of what of reality. Exactly, exactly. I, 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 yeah, and by the way, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start with. <laughs> I just, I can't even. It was just so much. We have so much crunchy audio goodness from yesterday, but it was, give me, give me some rock star cheers for our entire lineup. But, oh, my God. Jasmine Crockett going off about white privilege. Uh -huh. about, who, was, who was it? Was it Nancy Mace saying yeah. Hunter Biden has white privilege? Right. She's like, let me tell y'all what white privilege is. Exactly. And then she quotes their former leader to them saying they look like a, a white country club uh -huh. yep. <laughs> on their side. Yep. Oh, my God. I literally can't. Um, yeah, between that and, I don't know, the DeSantis... Haley debate, fight, 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 big bag of rats, you're all equal. Chris Christie, meanwhile, the most interesting thing that happened was his hot mic. Yeah. <laughs> Moment saying that well, Nikki Haley's going to get smoked and she's not up to the job, and Ron DeSantis is a petrified little weasel. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Well, we were saying, I mean, I, you know, best speech of his life. Although I very self congratulatory, mm -hmm. it is surprising a man of his girth can uh, self fillet that effectively. Oh, but, stop uh, it, Ms. Miller! <laughs> Do not. But no, it's just some of it. You realize why you don't like him and why he's upset at his core a Republican mm -hmm. because he's like, oh, I've known Donald Trump for whatever many years. Really? And now a warning? Like really? Just in twenty twenty, you were somehow now shocked and disappointed. Warning? Exactly. With, with, with who he knows who Donald Trump is almost better than anybody, and it's just what was the other thing he said? Oh my God, he was glad George Bush was president during nine eleven. I'm like, really? Because the worst intelligence failure in our history happened on his watch, and then he attacked the wrong country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, 
that's what I'm, if he's really a patriot, he said great things about Donald Trump and the danger he poses. If he's a patriot, he would say you have to vote for Joe Biden. It's the mm-hmm. only answer to get rid of. I mean, he he basically the most truth came out on the hot mic. Yeah. You know, the, the other two can't win. It's like you have one option, as Carlos always says. If you really love America and you love democracy, Joe Biden is your choice. He's got to he's I, I think he's got to go further. And, and endorse Biden, but anyway, I think he will once think? there are only two, you know, viable yeah. candidates. I think I, I, I think, think Liz Cheney even finally admitted yeah. she'd gonna, yeah. would vote for Biden. So right, right. Um, oh yeah, she finally admitted that. So. Here, here, lizard, lizard, lizard. Did we, <laughs> did, we, did we put out a did we put out a fresh goat on a chain for her? Is that <laughs> yes, what, that's what she, we did. She, she doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to be fed, Jody. She wants to hunt. Yeah. <laughs> True. She's 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 hunt lizard and feed. Yes, she's like a cat in a lizard yeah. suit. <laughs> um, I don't, man. It's hard, to, Jody. It's hard to pick a a moment, a highlight from yesterday. What should we start with? I literally, I mean, Stephanie, Swalwell, I could have had a hundred sound bites from yesterday just from I the know. hearing alone. Yeah, I mean, all of them. Swalwell, Goldman, so good. I, Garcia. I mean, our lineup is just I, it was so I mean, Garcia's so our homeboy yeah he is he's 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 a California Garcia guy. is our homeboy yeah. yeah he's from Long yeah. Beach yeah I want to do a sexy liberal in Texas just to get Jasmine Crockett he's <laughs> <laughs> just to Austin oh my you God, go she, Uh, Yes, there we go. There we go. Oh, my God. Wendy Davis and Jasmine Crockett on panel. Oh, yeah. Sexy liberal Austin. Hang on. Writing it down. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Did you just announce something? No, I just wrote it down. Let's see if we can make it happen. But uh, come to San Francisco next Saturday. Very, very exciting. I'm feeling better, by the way. My uh, The JJ and my COVID is uh, better. Can I just tell you about our regulars? Not only are they smart, funny, amazing progressive voices dr red litter called me yesterday Aww. just to see how i'm doing he is just such a, a good man he's, he's, a mensch. He he's offered to have any of my friends and family call him like any time he's just yeah. uh anyway but he told me to hold off on the paxlovid mm-hmm. uh which is what my instinct was uh so see overnight if i got worse and i, I appear to be getting better so okay um i hope yeah. you're resting so, and not you know hiking all yeah. the time you need to be resting i'm I'm doing both, like the idiot that I am, oh. Chris. Ms. Miller. Stephanie. I love that Chris started a sentence yesterday with, you know who thinks you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that could be virtually anybody. <laughs> well, no, it was correct. both of you for counting your weight in tenths of a pound. Oh, I'm 112.4 this morning, <sighs> Jody. You know who thinks you're ridiculous? <laughs> Everyone. Yes. <laughs> and Nick uh, in Nebraska. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm 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 not corn fed like he is. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh well. All right. I don't It's all those I, Omaha I, steaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Yes, can I thank say thank you? Lindy Lee said, Guess who's too cowardly to show his corrupt face in Congress? It's not Hunter Biden. It's the grifter who took billion and uh, two billion in blood money from the Saudis, who made six hundred and forty million in the White House, mm-hmm. who extorted one billion from Cutter to save six 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 Park Avenue, who took millions in forgiven loans from taxpayer funded PPP. Do you know I had forgotten some of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always remember the headline, right? The two billion of Saudi Arabia. I forgot some of that. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. I don't know. I don't know who it was that held up the giant picture of them. Who was that yesterday on our side? Fantastic. I, I think it was Moskowitz. I, mean, I think I, it was Moskowitz, yeah. 
Oh, I love how he brought a lot of props. He, he did. Was like did. the new carrot carrot top he of is. the Congress. And like I am here for it. Oh, give me the uh where's Moskowitz? Oh my god, with all the subpoenas. That's twelve Which and thirteen. That? Twelve. Here, okay, here comes give 12. me twelve. Here is Representative Moskowitz yesterday. To my colleagues who talk about lawful subpoenas. I appreciate the gentleladies the gentlelady from South Carolina who voted to, to hold people in contempt. Listen, I'll, I'll make this bipartisan. I'll vote for the Hunter contempt today. You can get my vote. You can get my vote. But I want you to show the American people that you're serious. Here is the subpoena to Representative Scott Perry, who did not comply. I'd like to enter this into the record. Here is the subpoena to Mark Meadows. I'd like to enter this into the record, who did not comply. Here is the subpoena to Jim Jordan, who did not comply with a lawful subpoena. I'd like to enter that into the record. <laughs> he went on. <laughs> he went and he went on. Here is the subpoena to Mo Brooks, who did not comply. I'd like to enter that into the record. Here is the subpoena to Mr. Biggs, who did not comply. I'd like to enter that into the record. And here's the subpoena to Mr. McCarthy, who did not comply. I'd like to enter that into the record. There's an amendment coming to add some of those names into the contempt order. You vote to add those names and show the American people that we apply the law equally, not just when it's Democrats, right? It's a crime when it's Democrats, but when it's Trump and the Republicans, it's just fine. No, show that you're serious and that everyone is not above the law. Vote for that amendment and I'll vote for the Hunter Biden contempt. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, bam. Just like mic drop mm -hmm. moment after mic yep. drop moment. Um, meanwhile, the other big story and also in breaking, Terrifying news as usual. Police have responded to a bomb threat at the home of Judge Ngoran, mm -hmm. the judge in the New York civil fraud trial. Mm -hmm. uh, the bomb threat was made at 5 a.m. Eastern time, described the judge as Long Island home. He was set to hear closing arguments in the business fraud trial of Trump later this morning. A bomb squad was at Ngoran's home. Uh, Nassau County police confirmed their presence at the Long Island home um, at the location earlier today. I mean... And as usual, this is just pure show business, yep. right? What did we say yesterday? I'm going, I'm going to give the closing argument. It's, and the judge just asking, as you know, Tristan Snell and all our legal experts said, normal things that anyone right. would have to abide by in a courtroom. Right. You can't testify. You can't offer new evidence. Right. You can't give a campaign speech. Right. A speech. Everything you know Trump's going to do. Like, and he thought he could get away with not being cross-examined. It's like, what does he think? He's Perry Mason? Like, oh, no, I would just give the closing argument, and then I will leave. I mean, so, of course, he's like, no. Colombo. And, then, and so, one more so thing. Then, <laughs> and one more thing. But so then, of course, Trump can play whiny, poopy diaper victim again. Yep. The judge won't let me speak. They, I no. mean, I, he's, he's welcome to so testify. Yeah, he's welcome to testify. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Tristan Snelson, Judge Ngoran asked Donald Trump to follow the basic standard rules for any non-lawyer litigant who wants to make a closing argument. Donald Trump refused to follow the rules, so Judge Ngoran revoked his permission. Once again, no, you don't get to make up your new rule, your own rules. I keep saying this. This is what is when it gives me so much hope, not just our Democrats yesterday, but reality crashing in uh, in the light of a courtroom mm -hmm. on Donald Trump. No, you can't give your bull blank <laughs> closing argument. This is a court of law. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it's and, and by the way, what happens? He responds with violence when he can't get any wants. Of One of his lunatic followers were like, oh, we're going to blow the judge up then. 
Yeah. I mean, I, and I hope, Jody, I don't know what we've heard. I hope this doesn't delay the trial. I hope they don't achieve their, their goal. I don't think they're going to let it delay delayed. the trial. I don't think so. It happened at right. 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah. He has time to yeah. let the authorities deal with it. If he was even home, he might have been staying at a, at a hotel because of this very sort of thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure that he's not going to delay the trial. Right. The, no, Nobody got hurt as far as we know. Yeah. So it's just I make mean, sure. now we've had... Yeah, Jack Smith, Judge Chutkin, and Judge Ngoran mm-hmm. all, you know, uh, swatted or had bomb threats uh, in the last just few days. Mm-hmm. And and we are just getting started in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, good God. Yeah, I mean, I just, I thought the, the picture of the day yesterday was James Comer with his face in his hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that. As angry staffer said, this hearing is going so badly for the GOP. Hunter stole Marge's thunder. Crockett destroyed everyone twice. Goldman shredded Perry. Moskowitz embarrassed all of them. I mean, oh my God. They just, I mean, they just ran circles around them. And it just, I think it exposed this party for how just pathetic they are. And and Haley and uh, what do you call it? DeSantis calling each other liars and back and forth. <laughs> They're just literally fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all liar, 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 pants on. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got Carl first. We have Dr. Irwin Redliner, Dr. June, yep. and of course Dana Goldberg all yep. coming up on the big Thursday show. Is this off the hook or what? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Okay, 26 minutes uh, after the hour. Oh, Clyde is eating his dog bed. That's exciting. Okay. He doesn't know the difference between bed and food. (laughs) Hey, Chris. What? Here's a... uh, I'm going to see if you have uh, COVID brain fog like mine, apparently. All apparently, right. it's like a brain-eating amoeba now. Did you hear all the gr- new great things? Yeah, it's about fun, new- isn't it? Ha okay. <laughs> ha, COVID okay. virus, it's super fun. Fun? Wow. SARS-CoV-2 <laughs> uh, can persist in the gut for months, unaffected by vaccination or previous infections. Uh, Thirty, Almost 38% of upper gastroendoscopy biopsies show positive immunostaining for COVID. Oh. Uh, it's a yeah persistent uh, infection. Okay. That's, that's fantastic. Fine. And then also my brain is apparently uh, being eaten from the... It, oh, and also it uh, fuses to your lungs more, this yeah. variant. So did I mention that you should maybe effing get vaccinated and effing mask up in public places? We're in the second biggest wave of the pandemic, you idiots. <laughs> you oh, okay? I realized as if I needed one more reason to remember to hate Donald Trump. Uh, Bernard tweets, Trump giving Bob Woodward political reasons for treating COVID that way is both chilling and depressing and has obvious repercussions to this day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm old enough to remember when worried parents viewed the polio shot as kind of a scientific miracle, like a man on the moon. Oh, my God. Carlos, of course, did the most darkly hilarious thing yesterday, right, about if Trump had been around. We'd all be whoever the guy who has had polio in the movie that Carlos was, we right. all had polio. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Karen in Chicago. Hello, Karen. Boo boo. Boo boo. Foo foo. Hi, oh, good Karen. morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's it's criminal neg. Good morning. It's good morning. criminal negligence. What he did, he knew. Mm-hmm. He knew, and I I just hope at some point. Um, he talked about oh, I didn't start, I, was, well. been, mm-hmm. I kept us safe. I didn't get us in any wars. Do you know how many people he killed in COVID? Yeah. Yeah. He killed more people exactly. than all the wars we've Absolutely. been in combined. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, okay, so I just want to say real quick, if what we witnessed yesterday from Democrats is just a small sample of what we can expect in the coming year, I feel much better about our chances. Yeah. They, they absolutely exposed these guys. I mean, really, it was brilliant. Um, Jasmine Crockett saying, you know, you know why nobody wants to come and testify behind closed doors? Because y'all, y'all lie. Because y'all lie. Because y'all lie. Y'all lie. Y'all lie. <laughs> and I'm glad. Thank you I for not saying, I, you know, some other weasel word for lie. Because right. they lie. Right. <laughs> yes. It's a lie. Absolutely. And then, I mean, Moskowitz was just brilliant. I mean, that was just, just exposing him and like, you know, with the contempt. And, and then Nancy May saying like, you know, he doesn't have any balls. Or, okay, he's here. And then right. Moskowitz coming back and saying, he's here. He can be right. sworn under, you know, in, yeah. under oath right now. And, yeah. and by the way, y'all. Marjorie Taylor Greene has showed us photographic evidence to the contrary. And what's the deal? Does she keep his D-pics in her office? I she guess shows so. Them again. Must. What she does, she must be really enjoying those privately. 29 minutes after the hour, Carl Frisch next. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I think it's um, it's really uh, interesting to hear the gentle lady from Georgia uh, speak about Hunter Biden leaving, and she is the person that showed nude photos of Hunter Biden in this very committee room, showing showing pics in this committee room uh, of of Hunter Biden. I have my five minutes, uh, gentle lady. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, the word D-picks without the bleep has yep. been bandied on the House floor. Why? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene showed D-picks yep. on the House floor. And keeps showing Robert them. Garcia. Mm-hmm. What's yes. that? And, and, and she keeps showing them. Yes, Like she to does. anybody who will, who will see. Oh, I'm telling you, she is very much privately enjoying those because they seem to be at the ready anytime that she just has them right there. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved what was that exchange with Raskin yesterday? When she he said about porn, and she he said you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, Robert Garcia again. Like I love these young, this young diverse mm-hmm. Democratic side we yep. have him and Jasmine Crockett and Moskowitz and Swalwell, all of them. I because you know, Chris, I believe children of the future. I've heard, and yes, particularly people that serve uh, fantastic alpha liberals that serve on school boards uh-huh. right. that are, are yeah exactly my point thank you Carl <laughs> Carl Frisch let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County school board friends shall carlfrisch.com oh hi good morning Carl Frisch good morning uh, COVID Stephanie <laughs> <laughs> typhoid Mary to you yeah <laughs> 
Um, I know. My best friend was supposed to come stay with me. The guy that owns the show that's trying to kill me for the life insurance money was supposed to come stay with me. And uh, no one's coming to Typhoid Mary house. Nope. Uh, I mean, that's one way to keep people from staying with you. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants uh, house You guests? haven't lived until you've been in a Stephanie, Stephanie Miller slumber party. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Carl and I have done each other's hair. <laughs> when I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would have given me an opportunity to kill him for the life insurance money, so that's a, a opportunity lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, and Chris tells me that uh, you posted a video in which you were on fire at, to Jasmine Crockett levels. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that level, but look, um, the governor of Virginia has put out his budget, mm -hmm. and um, uh, it, you know it includes severe cuts to public education. Um, it's as if he learned nothing from the last election that saw uh, school board members, um, you know, good public education-minded school board members elected all over the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, I encourage our delegates and our senators to reject that budget and insist on changes that will support our schools. I mean, honestly, Carl, some of the headlines you read you're like, is this a Dickens novel? You know, Republicans in X state want to, you know, have, make sure 14 year olds can work in factories mm -hmm. and, they, you know, they're going to cut, uh, you know, uh, programs feeding hungry kids. <laughs> I, just, I, I just, I know we say it over and over, but it just seems like cruelty is the point, even when it, as it regards children. Well, you know, if they do have full time uh, employment in the mines, um, <laughs> then they'll be able to buy their own lunches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe. I mean, it depends on how much they're allowed to be paid. Um, look, if people thought that the idea that the right wanted to roll back all of the pre you know progress of the last century, um, if they thought that was nuts, well, every week we're getting another example of that being the case. We're not just talking about basic civil rights laws. We're not just talking about um, rights for women. Um, we're talking about rights that were established more than a century ago uh, as it relates to basic employment fairness. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, this is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. We are, you know, you know, John Fugelsang would say they want us to live in, you know, in <laughs> paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and also, Carl, we've been talking about, you know, yesterday in Congress. Um, I, you know, I, I love, I think there was literally a Fox headline that said, Taylor Swift, is she a Pentagon psyop? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> because, you know, she's getting tons of young people motivated and registered and, and out to vote, and that terrifies them mm -hmm. if younger people uh, can vote. But also I was thinking about why she's so successful that, you know, like many artists, she's reinvented herself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I this Democratic squad, whatever you want to call them, they have like reinvented themselves perfectly for this time to face this. What do we keep calling them, Chris? Star Wars bar scene. Sure. Group of Republican mutants. Yep. <laughs> but they really are. I mean, that was just a masterclass in Congress yesterday and how you deal yeah. with this, wasn't it? It was. And, you know, it's interesting. We talk a lot about how the Democratic caucus in Congress has gotten much more diverse over the years, far more diverse than the Republican caucus. One of the understated things is that with each passing election, the Democratic caucus keeps pulling that average age of a member of a Congress down ever yes. so slightly. 
And so more and more, the, the new members of Congress are very young members of Congress. And by very young, I mean 45 to 55. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you've got um, Maxwell Frost. You've got right. right. You've got. I mean, some... you've got thirty-year-olds. You've got twenty-year-olds. Sure. So <clears throat> that is going to have a, uh, a a very noticeable impact. I can't wait to hear Taylor Swift's song that she writes uh, based on that story of being a psyop agent. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, By the way, the other thing I, I didn't watch, but apparently she didn't like a joke that they made about her at the golden globes and you know what she did carl she just didn't laugh and she took a drink of her uh, uh she took a took a sip of her drink yep. she did not get up and slap the host no she <laughs> and i'm not. sorry but women women are too emotional to lead but you know will smith gets up and has to slap this rock right i'm sure when the cameras left she took a little note because it's all inspiration for it is yeah yep <laughs> yep oh no I'm, I'm sure she texted the pentagon immediately too well yeah know, <laughs> include that, that post in their 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 operations um so carl what i i mean obviously a big day yesterday in terms of so and then there were two nikki haley and uh ron DeSantis. they just oh they just both seem pathetic to me you know they're fighting amongst themselves uh Can by I the way the solution here sure yeah. i you know forget the caucus okay just forget the iowa caucus forget the new hampshire primary Let's have an old-fashioned high heel race. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it a lot. First, whoever gets to the finish line first gets to lose to Donald Trump last. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know what? I was saying the most honest thing any Republicans yesterday was Chris Christie accidentally on a hot mic. <laughs> the, you know, you know, Linky Haley's going to get smoked. She's not up to it. We all know it. <laughs> you know. Um, Ron DeSantis doesn't surprise me. Called him petrified. He just seems like a nasty, vindictive, scared little man. You know that doesn't know what to do now. I mean, it's and meanwhile, Trump's over there on Fox News, right? And I, this was shocking. Fox News moderators failed to challenge Trump when he repeatedly and falsely claimed that Democrats favor killing babies after birth. Mm. It's it's almost like I, he went there so he wouldn't be challenged. I mean, I don't know if I'm. Am I barking up the wrong tree, Carl? No, you're not. Chris Christie's right about them. You know, it's always puzzled me, the idea that you could run for the Republican nomination and not take on head on the person who's leading in the polls in your party. You can't beat somebody if you won't run against them. And so it leads a lot of people to, to think, well, they're not running for 2024, they're running for 2028 when Trump ah. loses, right? And that's an okay strategy, but where are all the people that Trump beat the first time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, They didn't come back. Like, so your refusal to actually go for the win does not guarantee a path forward in the future. Well, uh, yeah, as, you know, a, as, a, as a former campaign strategist, Carl, you're right. I mean, that's why I didn't watch. Like, yeah. they're not running for anything. <laughs> they're like running for I, what a distant second place. Like, what you're absolutely right. How do you advise someone to not run, I mean, that's why Christie said he stayed in as long as he did. He said, well, if anyone else was running against Trump, I, I, I would drop out. So that he, he obviously finally did. But that's so true. I mean, you, it's just not possible. And so, you know, the question becomes like, okay, so they all lose. You know, they don't get elected to the president of the Donald Trump fan club and they don't beat him. Nobody's going to give them credit in four years for having done this. And when Trump's not running again, all sorts of people from the right are going to come out of the woodwork to try and run. 
and they will yeah. not have challenged the the demigod of the Republican Party. I thought it was brilliant yesterday, Carl. The, what was it? The uh, Jamie Raskin moment where he just said, "You've been taken by a con man. It's like you're in a cult, and you don't even remember how you got in, <laughs> or you know, or how to get out." Right. I mean, and he said, like, he was a Democrat longer than he was a Republican. You, you, you're, you're being, you're, you're being conned by a con man. I mean, it, it's. I, I just thought, oh my God, they get called out on just about everything yesterday, didn't they? I mean, it was not so much a hearing as a listening, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you listened hard enough, you heard one person after another getting schooled. Um, yeah. It was a masterclass, <laughs> and Democrats are really sharpening their game. I think that's a sports reference. Um, sure. Yeah. Why not? We'll go with it. Um, when it comes to these committee hearings, you know, a lot of people used to complain about these hearings seeming like there was no coordination between members of Congress about how to go after different types of questions. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. It seems to be a well-oiled, well-orchestrated machine for carrying messages into the media and getting questions asked or and not answered or answered. Uh, but making the point just the same with witnesses, they're doing a really great job. Yeah. Um, speaking of Christie, I, I was mentioning how we, you know, talked about how long he's known uh, Trump, 22 years. And he said, turns out I was wrong. I couldn't make him a better candidate. I couldn't make him a better president. He disappointed me. I mean, I call BS. <laughs> you know, if he knows Trump that well, I, it, please, with these people, he's not a hero. Like, yes, he's spoken some truth about Trump, and I'm glad for that. But it, he knew exactly. He knows exactly who Trump is. And Trump has always been the same. He's not changed or somehow. I, I mean, the one thing he said uh, that I think is true, he said, Donald Trump wants you to be angry every day because he's angry. He wants you to be angry so you'll relate to his anger and then vote for him. I mean, that that really is, as a campaign strategist, Carl, that that's it, isn't it? Right, whether yeah. he's going to whip up his angry, hateful base enough. He's in the YouTube comment thread, so he wants you to join him in the YouTube comment thread, right? <laughs> like he's posting bigoted stuff on on social media, so he wants you to post bigoted stuff on social media. He is changing the climate in that way, right? And part of me wonders what happens when he's gone and they move on to somebody else. Does the party snap back? I think it's going to be very difficult for years for the Republicans to recover from Donald Trump. In some ways in addition to the attacks on our democracy and women's fundamental rights and all of the other things that Trump did that were horrible as president, one of the worst things he did was convince Republicans that he's an acceptable choice for president. Yeah, they're like lemmings, but really horrible, evil ones. It's hard for me as an animal lover, but <laughs> evil say, lemmings. say they're satanic, evil lemmings, and you're kind of you're kind of like, no, don't follow each other. Okay, well, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Have fun. That's where you deserve to be. And, and um, that would be fine, except the country is so tribal in, a, in its politics that people are Republican and people are Democrat. And there are too many people, you know, on the right in particular, who will just go with Team Red because it's Team Red, regardless of how far off the, the deep end that person is. Regardless of the fact them. that they don't represent any of the things that your dad or my dad believed in. Right. <laughs> None of them none of the issues anymore or a lot um, of republicans that you talk to say like i support you know ta low taxes and blah blah and cuts in spending and it's like okay i don't agree with you um but your your presidential candidate doesn't have those core values so why do you keep voting for that if you are a conservative who wants economic conservatism you are more likely to get that out of joe biden 
uh, and his approach to the economy than you are to Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Carl. Great stuff. Yep. I follow. Watch Carl on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a you. It's a YouTube love comment section. Hi. <laughs> love Trump's hate. That's right. We love you. We love you, Carl. See you. Thanks, Carl. Holy cow. You just blew my mind. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Five minutes after the hour, Jenny the Giggling Whore in Maryland. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome, welcome back. Hi, you guys, Jody. Thank you. Um, I'm Thank so you. guys. I'm, I'm so glad to hear you guys again. I missed you so much. Aw, uh, I missed you too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I want to tell you right? that I am. I am so fed up with the GOP adding MD to their initials. <laughs> This is ridiculous. This is like, okay, so you've got Mike DeWine, who gave an executive order anyway, but then tried to veto this gender-affirming care mm-hmm. bill that, that was, that was de- you know, denying care because, you know, Republicans know so much better than doctors do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got the, the, the people trying to criminalize doctors, trying to save women's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yep in what is it idaho or iowa i can't remember now and then you've got people um it reminds me of terry shivo do you remember yes yes these poor little kids getting you know sucked into this cult remember they'd interview little kids like i'm trying to bring this bottle of water to jesus wants terry to have this water you're like oh, right so she would choke to death yeah exactly yep. Oh my God! But remember, there was a GOP um, senator. I can't remember who it was. It was a it was a GOP guy, and he said that you know he could tell just by looking at his film that Terry Schiavo was just fine, and this was oh, murder. God. And yes. I was, and he had an MD, mm-hmm. and you're like, and and remember the women's so health panels they had with all men? Yes. Yeah, it was fantastic. All right, thank you. We're, sorry, I'm having a little hard time hearing callers. Oh no. Uh, we have Dr. Doom coming up yes. right after the break. Because speaking of doctors and listening to them, oh my God, Christopher! Uh-huh. Uh, one tweet. Uh, this is what happens after four years of bashing public health guidance. People feel more free to do their own research. Yep. Before this is a quote. Before the Christmas, one of the children with measles violated quarantine guidelines and attended the multicultural education station daycare. Uh, since then, four children at that daycare have been diagnosed with the disease. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, this, uh, by the way, uh, worst bout of COVID ever. New variant fuses to lung cells faster That's and maybe fun. more severe. Experts say oh. the new variant may exhibit signs of the older, more deadly strains. Oh. Um, can I just tell you, someone that has COVID now, get vaccinated and mask up. We are in year five of this, and it is exhausting for all of us. Uh, we will talk to Dr. Doom about that and much more as we roll along on the Stephanie Miller Show.
the Stephanie Miller Show. Seriously, is this hearing a joke? This is a committee that now cares about subpoena compliance, and we're gonna hold somebody in contempt for subpoena compliance? That's really interesting because to me, it seems like you believe we all had our memories wiped 608 days ago when you failed to honor your own subpoena. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Eric Swalwell bringing the thunder among the other alpha liberals. Yes. T-shirts available now at stephaniemiller.com. I think that's why I'm feeling better, uh, Jody. I did not take uh, Paxlovid, but I injected Jasmine Crockett directly into my veins yesterday. Atta girl. <laughs> I seem to be doing much better. Oh, is the doctor in? Doctor if I'm going to get bad news, I want it from him because he's very handsome. Dr. Irwin Redletter joins us now. Dr. MSNBC medical expert. He's leading us through the Dr. Irwin Bredler. Here he became Dr. Doom. Dr. Irwin Bredler is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and senior research scholar. Oh, hi, Dr. Doom. Hi, it's time for my telehealth visit. Hello. <laughs> How do you do, Stephanie and crew? Glad to see well, you. I've already outed you as being the uh, lovely humanitarian that you actually play on TV. That you called me yesterday to see how I was doing. You're the nicest I did man. Do that. I to did. check on me. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to like to make sure that any unanswered medical questions by friends of mine um, get answered to the best of my ability, and um, this is my practice over the last few years since I stopped being an active pediatric practice, but I do speak to a lot of people about their issues. And I am immature enough to fall in the pediatric guidelines, so I appreciate <laughs> your yeah, attention well, I, to my... I, I think there's a little bit of child in all of us, and I do keep <laughs> up, and, uh, you know... <laughs> well, you know, Doc, I, but seriously, I think it's a great public service, not just for me, but for other people, because... Here we are, right? I mean, ABC News tweeting more than three years into the pandemic. Hundreds of Americans are still dying from COVID every week. Experts say there are several reasons why people might still be dying from the virus, including not enough people accessing treatments or getting vaccinated, as well as waning immunity. Um, you tweeted, COVID's not over. The latest data says about 1,500 are now dying every week from COVID. Many times that number are getting really sick, even hospitalized, the worst outcomes seen in states that lean Republican among the elderly people with pre-existing conditions. I mean, here we go again, right? I mean, it's actually year yeah, five, yeah. isn't it? It started in 2019, we just started 2024. You, you realize that nowhere in the history of modern medicine has there been a differentiation of mortality rates between political parties. Wow. I just let that sink in that, again, this happened during the major part of the crisis with COVID and it's happening again now. The majority of people that are dying from COVID are in Republican states mm -hmm. and among people who have fallen hook, line and sinker for the BS promoted by the MAGAs and other people on the right. And it's uh, 
it's amazing to me why this so is now, not learned you yeah. know it's incredible so now because i know tons of people that have had it jody just had it i obviously got it tra uh, traveling back um from the holidays despite being fully vaccinated of course one of the problems is i was one of the only people in the airport and on the plane wearing a mask yeah um but let's talk Paxlovid for a minute, because uh, you know, I normally take my medical advice from random people on Twitter, as you know. Uh, <laughs> Where else might one get medical but, advice? Yeah, so yeah. Jo Jody took Paxlovid and uh, had a rebound mm -hmm. case. Now, we talked about uh, what you, there's two different studies on the, the, the percentage of people that get rebounds from taking Paxlovid. Tell us about that. Yeah, so um, the data that comes from Pfizer that makes Paxlovid says between 2 and 3% of people that take Paxlovid, a very small number, will get a rebound. Uh, and then there's other studies that have been now published showing that up to 1 in 5 yeah. people that take Paxlovid will get a rebound. And it's important to note that this is not a, when you get a rebound, it's not because you've caught it. Again, it's because the five days of Paxlovid were not enough to kill all the SARS-CoV-2, you know, the COVID virus that's in your system, especially uh, virus that you may be harboring in your nasal cavities. So the discussions now do center around maybe we need a longer uh, duration of treatment, like instead of five days, maybe it's seven or ten days to really reduce or maybe eliminate the uh, the COVID rebound that people are getting when they take uh, Paxlovid, some people. So, but the main thing, this is the main point about Paxlovid. Whether there's rebound or not, if you are in a high risk category, if you are older, if you have those pre-existing conditions that we talked about, I guess, or if you're a Republican, you, you want to take, you want to take Paxlovid. If you don't take Paxlovid, the chances, just statistics, Steph, you know, the chances of you getting very sick, hospitalized or dying are, in, are elevated. And the other thing about you and Jody is that you got, you've had COVID before, but you've also been fully vaccinated. And that, that fact also keeps you from getting really, really sick. You may catch it, a new strain, but the chances of you getting really sick, going to the hospital, or God forbid, not making it through the disease, are very, very low. So Paxlovid is fine. I would personally take it, and um, I, you know, whether we got a rebound or not, I'd still take it. Mm -hmm. I don't so, want to go but, for that. Yeah, know? but you, so you, but you, just so people know, I mean, you advised me yesterday not to or to hold off another night, and actually, I am better from yesterday. So explain to people, because people probably are wondering why, what are the reasons to take Paxlovid or not to take it? Yeah. Um, go ahead. So let me, let me say something about that. And let me, the caveat here is that there is a phenomenal amount that we don't know about COVID, the treatment of COVID, long COVID, and everything related to it. So what we do is we're just making these assessments almost on the fly based on the information that we do have. In your case, you're already into it for a day or two. Uh, you were well enough to be hiking uh, with your little doggies. And that to me tells me that you can't be really that sick. And second of all, you reassured me that you did not have any um, 
any pre-existing conditions, that your immune system was thought to be totally intact, um, and that you're, uh, you know, you're under 40. So, um, <laughs> wait a minute. I know you correct me, but, you know, I, I think, you know, if you were 75, I would have a different answer for you. I would have said, you know what, take it, even though you're not that right. sick. So, well, like you were saying, yeah. I mean, this is why it's the novel coronavirus, because you were also saying there's another study showing a much higher rebound rate than the 2%. Uh, or, yeah, you know, 20%. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's and, some well, a study saying 20% get... get uh, um, rebound but anyway all right well let's uh so let's move on just because it, it's I, I mean i don't even know which part of this to focus on i but you know this we were talking about uh you know just polio measles yesterday doc i mean you know there's it, these incidences of uh measles now because kids you know parents are not getting their kids vaccinated it obviously as a pediatrician this has to horrify you uh it this tweet this is what happens after four years of bashing public health guidance. More people doing their own research, and it's just another story about a kid affecting other kids because he didn't quarantine, had measles, parents didn't want him vaccinated. vaccinated. Um, you know, I, 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 we were just saying that, that people used to think, that parents used to think of the polio vaccine as a miracle, which it was. How was did we get... Is. It yes. is. Yeah. You know, I... For those, what's happened is there's been this sort of malignant spread of anti-vax, anti-science uh, analysis into other vaccines for children and adults, and that is dangerous. Listen to me, I know I'm extreme about this. Not getting your child vaccinated for measles, and especially polio, really borders on formal child neglect. It's, it's negligence. It, it has nothing to do with your belief system. It has to do with avoiding very, very long-standing proven facts about these vaccines, the normal childhood vaccines, saving lives and saving disabilities. How in the hell a parent could justify uh, not giving a vaccine like that to your kid is just, it's, it really annoys me yeah. and it aggravates me and it is very dangerous. Yeah. Um Doc, and also as we again keep focusing on that this is novel, this coronavirus, mm -hmm. and we're still dealing with it because of uh, obviously not enough people getting vaccinated or masking. Um, I was reading two, you know, as someone that has COVID, two terrifying uh, tweets this morning that COVID can cons persist in the gut for months, uh, unaffected by vaccination or previous infections. Um, new variant, quote, fuses to lung cells faster and maybe more severe. Um, still people saying oh this is milder now this is nothing this is just a cold now it, it, it you know we just don't know right the long-term effects on the brain the gut the lung as you name it right well we don't know but what we do know is 1500 people a week dying is insane that that's crazy look it's we had we had weeks during the height of the epidemic where it was uh, you know 20,000 25,000 people would die but 1,500, that's a huge number of people in America that are getting a, an infection that's presumably preventable for the most part, and they're not, they're not, doing, they're not taking the steps they need to take. Uh, there's um, something about our yeah, psyche I, now, you know, crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, Dr. Tran, who I follow, t- tweeted, cognitive dissonance is making a New Year's resolution to get healthier, but refusing to get vaccinated or wear a mask to prevent yourself from a highly transmissible virus that can increase, increase your risk of diabetes, heart disease, neurological conditions, chronic fatigue, and more. I mean, I got hit, you know, the second day with that fatigue, Doc, and uh, I know Chris dealt with it for a month or yeah, so when he had it, and it's terrifying, particularly if you're an athlete or you're active, to think, oh, my God, is this going to be permanent, right? You dealt with it, Doc, didn't you? I, I have dealt with it, and uh, I developed a migraine-like syndrome post-COVID, which mm-hmm. is still here after, you know, a year and a half. Uh, I know many people who have lost their taste semi-permanently. We don't know about permanently, yeah. but... Uh, they still don't have their taste back. And look, there's there's so many examples of the things that have been happening to people who had COVID. I think it just behooves us as responsible citizens uh, to take care of ourselves. And the, one of the reasons, and the, word, the, the word responsible means to me that you're not only taking care of yourself, which we want you to do, but you're also helping other people who are more vulnerable not get this freaking disease uh, you know if you don't get if you don't if you're not vaccinated and you get sick they call you a carrier mm-hmm. you're dangerous on the subway in the airport in yeah. any place where there are other people including visiting your grandma um, and that's something that people I, I'm surprised they're not take, paying more attention to yeah let, you know what now that you mentioned that one last week before you go that I do not know and I'm sure you don't either, how to turn this around politically or in public opinion. But uh, someone tweeted, overcrowded hospitals means that you and your family, when they need the ER, they may not have space for you and wait times might be exorbitantly long. Please explain how letting COVID run rampant is good for us and the economy again. I mean, I I get it that, you know, I'm sure the Biden administration is exhausted (laughs) politically with this. Uh, uh, I know for a fact they're not only exhausted about this, but no one knows what is the correct message to get people to pay attention yeah. because they're not fighting someone with a different medical opinion. They're fighting a political cult initiated by you know who. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people are steadfast, man. You 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 can't budge them. Doesn't matter what you're talking about. Doc, all over social media when I was you know announced I had COVID. Oh, see, vaccine and masking doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it's an exhausting, ridiculous argument, but, you it know, is. I, it is. Yeah. It um, well, listen, today, tomorrow is the last day that I could still take Paxlovid, so I'll probably call you several more times today since I do I, have I a, uh, a concierge phone, doctor at my fingertips. The phone lines are, phone lines are open, Stephanie. <laughs> why, why bother with the maze of Kaiser when I can right? just bother Dr. Redletter relentlessly? You could. <laughs> All right. Love you, Doc. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. Anyone who knows Stephanie Miller, and there aren't many, knows she has no audience. She's been up and coming for 20 years. She's sarcastic and ultra left wing. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Oh, oh, and we'll marry Tyler Moore. I don't care what they say about us anyway. I don't care about that. 
27 minutes after the hour. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Um, Dr. Redliner, by the way, uh, still doing the Lord's work yep. in Ukraine. He tweeted about, uh, you, um, help him out at UCAP if you can. He said they were just notified Russian missiles hit a school in Lviv where yeah. UCAP has its regional uh, headquarters. Um, they're obviously trying to help kids impacted by the, uh, let's call it the Russian terrorist attack. In a related story, Chris, it's uh-huh. time for a guess the quote. Okay, let's oh, do this. Oh. Who said, it is hard to overstate how critical the 2024 elections are to Russia, but Putin and Putin personally expect unprecedented interference across national races? Chumley. Who said that? Chumley. No. No, no. Peter, Pete Strzok. Oh. Who might know a thing or two about, about a, a thing, thing or two. two. Might. One of the many things we have to be terrified and horrified about in 2024. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, who's... Who said, let me tell you uh, why nobody wants to talk to you behind closed doors, because y'all lie. Who said that? Um, was that uh, Super Chicken? No, we played it we already. We played it already. Oh. Jasmine Crockett. I don't oh pay attention. <laughs> oh, you're so silly. It's just <laughs> crazy. All right. Um, yeah, Doc with lots of good. Uh, I, I just, uh, Dr. Tran, who I follow on Twitter, I just every I shake my head every I, and by the way, Jody, I sent you all these tweets before I got COVID myself. I know. Um, yeah, uh, he says we're in the fifth year of the pandemic and governments and organizations are still using lagging indicators to make COVID policy decisions. Why is taking precautionary and preventative approach so difficult? Um, you could just see the frustration in Dr. Redliner's face. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know what to tell you because I'm sure anecdotally you know as many people as we do that that have COVIDs. Please get vaccinated. Please mask up. 29 minutes after the hour, Dana Goldberg's coming up. Stephanie Miller's show. Also, uh, talk about uh, decorum. You talk, you're talking about January 6th. Uh, you know, Miss you know, um, Green, I was there with you when we went to the January 6th jail, and when you were hugging, high fiving, uh, uh, talking to, and providing so much comfort and joy to the insurrectionists that attacked our capital. That was Representative Garcia. Yep. That was fantastic. Oh, my God. Let's give a big rock star cheer to our uh, alpha liberals in the House yesterday. So impressive. All over the Twitters, uh, Manu Raju uh, tweets, a wild scene inside House oversight. Nancy Mace attacks Hunter Biden, who showed up at the hearing. You are the epitome of white privilege. You have no balls. I think Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go to jail, she said. Uh, Andy Biggs scolds his, scolds his colleagues to not act like a bunch of nimrods. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a clown show. Yep. Um, yeah, and then I, it was perfect that Hunter Biden just walked out. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. If someone had shown pictures of your genitals on national TV, what's he going to sit there for? He made his point. He showed up. He said, I'm ready to testify. Yep. Uh, she's not going to sit there for her stupid, uh, you know, and oh my god she was so pissed it was a thing of beauty yes um where was i uh blah 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 yeah bella's mike tweets the new group of democrats elected to the house in 2022 is one of the best ever i agree it has stars such as maxwell frost jared moskowitz jasmine crockett i love seeing them work at making republicans head spin oh yeah yeah that was that was the beauty part 
Um, what what should we do for our next course? Oh, our friend, star of stage, screen, and DC sexy liberal Jamie Raskin on fire as usual. Yep. The chairman refused to take yes for an answer from Hunter Biden. Instead, on December 1, they pulled a bait and switch. They changed the terms of their request. They rejected his offer or his acceptance of their offer and insisted that he now come in and sit for a secret closed-door deposition. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say on December 6, Hunter Biden's lawyer reiterated that Hunter Biden was willing to accept the chair's original request and once again offered to appear on December 13th or any other date in December to answer any question pertinent and relevant to the subject matter. He again raised concerns about closed door sessions. That's what brings us to today, Mr. Chairman. Yeah. I mean, they were all brilliant. Darren Moskowitz. Yep. I mean, that's exactly how you troll these trolls. Exactly. Holding up the picture of Trump with Epstein. Yep. Wearing wearing a Smurf tie. Like it just, I can't even pick a favorite moment yesterday. Uh, here's a little more uh, Moskowitz. And the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the American people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle. I don't know if there's a proper motion, Mr. Chairman, but I'll make a motion. Let's vote. Let's take a vote. Who wants to hear from Hunter right now, today? Anyone? Come on. Who Ferris? wants to hear from Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> that was his. That was his. Anyone? Anyone? Ferris Bueller. 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 Ferris Bueller. Um, <laughs> this was my favorite. You know, I'm a visual learner. Mm -hmm. No one. So, I'm a visual learner, and the visual is clear. Nobody over there wants to hear from the witness oh there's one thank you <laughs> just one. Oh my god uh he kept going so there's no one well other than one or two that want to hear from the witness so the majority of my colleagues over there including the chairman don't want to hear from the witness with the american people watching exactly <clears throat> yeah uh one more uh, jared mr chairman are, I, I just want to hear from you will you acknowledge that you invited the witness on television to choose whether he could come to a public hearing. And do you stand by your words or do you renege that invitation to the witness? <laughs> yeah, uh, here's uh, Comer replying. To answer the question I've said repeatedly, the, after the deposition, Mr. Biden can come in front of a public hearing. Mr. Chairman, I don't want to play the video, but that is not what you said <laughs> on television multiple times. Uh, we have the quotes. We can put them up. You said the witness can choose between a deposition. Listen, or Mr. Moskowitz, Mr. Biden doesn't make the rules. We make the no, rules. That, no, Mr. Chairman, you make the rules. Yeah. And the rule you made is that he can choose. I, that, those, the rule is. Those were your, those were your words. We're claiming we, my time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? They should start bringing the video. I agree. Oh, no, that's not what you said. Here yep. it is. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. I, it's incredible. One last one. Mr. Chairman, you have said multiple times that this is not about Hunter. It's about Joe Biden. And even this morning on Mornings with Maria, she asked another simple question. The question you have been asked multiple times, mm -hmm. which is, do you have evidence to impeach the president of the United States? Before you said, I hope so. Today you said, I think so. <laughs> And the answer is, you don't. And you still don't. And so we continue to be here and have these charades. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, not only is he awesome, but 
You know, Chris, he watches Fox News, so we don't have to. Exactly. Oof. Yay. I'm like, on mornings with Maria. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, mornings with Flounder. <laughs> Thanks for taking that bullet for yeah. us, Jared. <laughs> um, yeah, Michelangelo Signorelli, our good friend here on SiriusXM, tweeted, so 64% believe Trump shouldn't have immunity from prosecution, but we're still supposed to believe polls showing Trump beating Biden. I am so... Um, heartened after yesterday jody aren't you just on a number of levels yeah um oh i love this one brian tyler cohen says trump says repeatedly he doesn't he doesn't want to be herbert hoover in fairness he doesn't have to worry about that hoover lost 11 million jobs at his lowest point during the depression trump lost far more peaking at 22 million i mean we just have to drive that home every day absolutely yeah loser loser Lucy McLuserson um, from Loser Town. Thank you. Oh my God, we haven't given enough props to our friend Dan Goldman yet. Uh, here, give me fourteen. So this is uh, insur- noted insurrectionist Representative Perry. This is a game for these folks. Sure, they want to support their guy. They don't care about America. They don't care about what the president's doing to destroy America. They're just locking horns, locking arms to support their guy. My my friend from Pennsylvania also chastises us for just supporting our guy (laughs) and i wonder what how he would define supporting our guy Mm -hmm. yeah uh went on to say would he define supporting our guy as trying to instigate a coup at the department of justice to install a lackey and remove the attorney general and the deputy attorney general so that he could keep his guy in office even though he lost? Is, is that just supporting our guy? Because that's what Mr. Perry did. Ooh. Oh. They just brought all the receipts mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. didn't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing about Jasmine Crockett. It's not just the fire that she brings and how she how she expresses it she's just like bam 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 bam. we should play her again all the yeah all the facts and all the like points and you're just thinking like did she just write all that right now yeah yeah let's hear let's hear it again i just love her so much let me tell you why nobody wants to talk to y'all behind closed doors because y'all lie that's just the bottom line you have done it thus far in this investigation you have done it this far as it relates to this committee and every single hearing y'all spin 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 i don't know how y'all are still standing right now because you should be quite dizzy from all the spinning that you're constantly doing when it comes to spinning the truth you talk about free and fair elections but you back a guy who we know tried to steal the election I just love because she talks like normal people. Remember when she was talking about the classified documents? She showed the picture, yep. and she goes, "Well, that looks like it's in the esser." You know, the, yep. Yeah. She said the S word. Uh-huh. Looks like it's in the esser to me. All right. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's just smart, funny. Yep. God, love, couldn't love her more. Speaking of which, Eric uh, Swalwell, let's uh, uh, let's give our homeboys some props. Skip right. to nineteen. Eric Swalwell. See, on May thirty-one, twenty twenty-two. As the January 6th committee was investigating the greatest crime ever committed in America with the most arrests, the most convictions, a crime against our Congress, our Constitution, our democracy, all they wanted was for you and a few of your colleagues to cooperate, to provide any information you had. And what you all did for 608 days (laughs) and counting, 
You didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, who was it? Oh, uh, Steve Marmel uh, yeah. said on Monday, who is a, a happily married straight guy who wants to uh, date and kiss and marry Eric Swalwell. Yes. Well, I mean, who um, doesn't? I know. Well, but can I tell you, I know for certain he's a good husband because uh, Glenn Kirshner put the screws to him to show up at San Francisco Sexy Liberal next Saturday, and it's his wife's 40th birthday, so he can't yeah. this right. time, but he will catch us in the future. But Glenn Kirshner will be there, yes. San Francisco Sexy Liberal. He is a, just a hero and a patriot. He is flying across the country for us just because he loves joining us for these sexy liberals. He's done D.C., L.A., he asked us, can he, Can I come to San Francisco? We were like, oh, my God, we never say no to Glenn Kirshner. Exactly. I mean, and, and what a time for, for this. Oh, my God. Who knows where we're going to be at? Well, we will keep, uh, obviously, we opened the show talking about the breaking news, the bomb threat at Judge and Gorin's yeah. house. Yeah. Because, you know, they are just a party of violent, sore losers, period. Yes. Because, you know, Trump was whining about how I'm not allowed to give my closing statement because no you don't get to make up your own rules in a courtroom nope. you don't get to make a closing statement nope. as i said earlier you don't get to introduce new evidence give a campaign speech to, that's not what a closing argument is no. it nope. has to stick to the law and the facts and things that have already happened in the courtroom which you know i mean basically his his statement jody was going to be uh <laughs> is witch hunt i didn't uh, do any of it uh, fake news <laughs> i mean <laughs> It just doesn't fly in a court of law, nope. right? No, it does not. Oh, speaking of which, is Marie still on the phone? It's hard to tell. We're flying blind here. Yes, she is. You want me, to, want me to grab yes, her? Yes, Marie, Marie in Atlanta, our uh, prosecutor filling in for Fawny Willis until she's available. And then we will forget Marie's name forever. Yep. Hello, Marie. <laughs> Good morning. Glad to hear you. It sounds like you're feeling a little better. Glad to hear it. I am. I am. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you nailed it right on the head. You know, Trump doesn't understand, even for attorneys, when we take trial advocacy in law school, they tell us about what things you can and cannot say. Like, I couldn't stand in front of a jury in a, a purse-snatching case and say, if someone snatched your wife's purse, how would you feel? No, you can't argue that. Nope. You can argue the facts brought before the, the jury, in this case, Judge Gorin. And you can argue the law and how it applies to those facts. But that's it. You can't stray very far beyond that. And if he really wanted to testify, all he had to do was ask Alina Haba. I bless you. Bless you. To, <laughs> to ask the judge to reopen the evidence so they could present him as a witness. Right. Now, that usually takes the other side agreeing to that, and I can't imagine that the other side would well, say Well, and no. also, wouldn't but, he, you know, Joe Weinbanks made the point that it, would, he would be able to be cross-examined if they let him <laughs> do a statement, wouldn't he? No, you can't cross-examine during exactly. closing, no. Oh, okay. Well, you can't cross-examine I mean, during closing, but that's why Judge Engeron appropriately tried right. to limit what he could do, right. just like any other lawyer would be. Mm -hmm. Right. Right, and that's a good point, Marie. No, he, that was not held, he was not held to some different standard. He was held to the same standard exactly. anybody exactly. in any exactly. courtroom anywhere would be held to for yep. a closing statement, right? Exactly. He wasn't getting any different treatment, so all of his um, victimization, oh, yet again, they won't let me. No, 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 it's not they won't let you. They wouldn't let anybody. Right. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm heartened. I don't know if you are. I'm sure you are as a prosecutor that, what are we, at almost 65% of Americans don't think his immunity claim is BS. So I think we pretty much all agree on that, including all legal experts, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if you looked at his face at his little, I guess, press gaggle or whatever that was after he got out of that hearing, mm -hmm. um, yeah. he, to me, looked visibly shaken, mm -hmm. like, oh, that didn't go how I thought. Right. You know, you Marie, you know who else said that is Glenn Kirshner. I saw him on TV talking about how <laughs> in court he said he didn't look like a politician. He looked like a defendant. He looked defeated. Yeah. He looked, you know, he was looking <laughs> down. He was, you know, I mean, just, you know, the how you prosecutors read courtroom body language, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. You look around and see who's thinking what. Mm -hmm. That makes me super happy. Okay. <laughs> The grumpier he is, the happier I am. All right, Marie, thank you, honey. Uh, 48 minutes after the hour, Dana Goldberg coming up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. minutes after the hour um i still have COVID. have i mentioned that yes you did um dr tran who i follow on the twitters uh said it's frustrating when people downplay high levels of COVID by saying but look at all the hospitalizations uh it's true that they are lower compared with 2020 which is great but they're still high and focusing only on hospitalization ignores the serious harms of long COVID on many and doesn't account for the disproportionate impact on higher risk people who are locked out of society our focus right now should be to let people know there's a lot of COVID out there so people uh can take precautions um yeah i, I think that that makes good common sense as mm -hmm. dr redletter just told us uh let's do uh diane in tampa real quick hey diane welcome uh hi diane can you stand one more bit of great news yes hey there sure yes. great news here from Hillsborough county tampa bay uh yesterday a federal court um the 11th circuit i guess they said that governor DeSantis violated the first amendment by suspending our rock star tampa prosecutor yeah. andrew warren oh so it has to go back to that um judge hinkle and uh i mean this took only uh eight months for a tri-panel wow. to rule completely yeah. against wow santas so yeah. um there's hope. Yay. Yes. Yay. Good day for justice. Oh, and quickly, uh, Trump is whining on the steps of the courthouse saying, I wasn't allowed to speak. Yep. I have no right. Oh. What a whiner. Did I get it right from yeah. pretty much? It's, uh, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We don't All need right. the soundbite. We have you. <laughs> 58 minutes after the hour. Dana Goldberg next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. So what is this really all about? 
It's about this chairman, Speaker Johnson, and the MAGA majority acting as Insurrection LLP, creating the biggest law firm in Washington, D.C. to work every single day in this building on behalf of just one client, the former president, Donald Trump, and to carry out his petty grievances every single day. It's your birthday, Eric Swalwell. <laughs> I just realized of all the mob comparisons about Trump, uh, that one, I have only one client. Yeah. That's from The Godfather, Chris. You probably didn't see it. I saw The Godfather. Okay. I only have one client. Okay. More, more Eric Swalwell. Mr. Comer and Mr. Jordan said, we want Hunter Biden to come in. Hunter Biden said, okay, I will come in. Mr. Comer said two different times, we will take his testimony publicly or we will take it privately. We will take it publicly or we will take it privately. Hunter Biden said, okay, let's do it publicly. I don't trust you all to take it privately because you haven't released the depositions that you have taken privately. Thank you, as Jasmine Crockett says, because you all lie. Yeah. Yep. One last one, Eric Swalwell. I think you want to take it privately because you have nothing. I think you want to take it privately because you don't want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene display the non-consensual nudes from Hunter's laptop again. I think that's why you want to take it privately. But he comes in anyway. Yay! You won't take yes for an answer. And let me just break some news for you, Mr. Chairman. Just down the hallway, Hunter Biden is sitting in the Oversight Committee. He's ready to testify publicly, it appears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me just challenge you one more time. If you're so eager to take his testimony publicly, I move that we adjourn right now and take his public testimony and bring him in here right now. Amen. Yeah. That's how you do it. Call their bluff every time. Yay for alpha liberals. Look how many designs we have at stephaniemiller.com. Look. Look, your boobs are bouncing. Yeah, you got bouncing boobs today. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of alpha liberals, hello. Listen. Raised by a wild pack of Jews, here's Dana Goldberg. Goldberg's here. Gold. Ha, ha, ha. the top five funniest lesbians in America. Goldberg's here. Come stick with your baby for a thousand years. Nothing gets better when Dana's here. Good morning, Dana, from my COVID closet again. I see that. This feels very pandemic-y, but it's nice to see you. And it does look like you're feeling healthy. So that's at least a good thing. Uh, Oh, you're just faking it. Okay, just like you did for a long part of your relationship. (laughs) What? What? I beg your pardon. Is this how we're starting 2024, Dana Goldberg? Really? Really? Yes, I'm talking about the heterosexual phase you went through, by the way. (laughs) Well, that's kind of close for business down there, because if you didn't hear the other headline, I got a little bit of a, what would you call it, Chris? A situation, a UTI. I went for a bike trip in Costa Rica, and as it turns out, Dana, here's a tip. Uh, riding your bike in 90 degree heat, 90% humidity, uh, in bike clothes for uh, five days, that's not good no, for the lady, ma- lady, the lady bits. Right. Making some bagels down there. I hear you. It's okay. Yeah, we yes, don't have to thank get you. into it. Yeah. I, I have. I've been offering uh, bagels or avocado toast all week. Listen, I did the AIDS ride in 2011, and uh, a lot of people broke their vaginas on that ride. So That'll it's do understandable. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I had. You get very close to the people on the bike trip. One asked me, "Does your butt hurt?" I was like, "No, but I think we're close enough for me to say my vagina hurts." Yeah, I don't know it's how the like, guys put. I don't know where the guys put their passengers. To be honest with you, like I get how we ride a bike, but <laughs> that's what the guy A guy on our trip said. He goes, "Yeah, try having balls." I was like, "Well, yeah, point taken. Point taken. Yeah. Okay, all right, Dana. What did you? I don't even know where to start. What did you think of that?" I, I think, I mean, I am so encouraged by our Democrats. We have so many rock stars. We really uh, so do. many alpha liberals in this in this Democratic uh, Congress. I mean, Jasmine Crockett. Every time she gets oh. that mic, oh, it is just beautiful. Holding no punches, and she's incredible. She's a brilliant woman, and I really hope that this is not the like. I, I hope she keeps going in in the Congress higher and higher, wherever she wants to be. If she wants to be a senator, yeah. she wants to be president of the United States. You have my vote. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it is nice to see that we're, you know, usually we play nice and we try and hold line and we're, you know, following the rules. Well, at least now we're following the rules with some fire behind us in these proceedings because we have to. Like calling and they're so beautiful. Yeah. They're so dumb. I don't know, Jody, if we can find the part about her talking about white privilege. But so Nancy Mace says, oh, Hunter Biden, you're, you're what white privilege looks like. Jasmine Clark is like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, she quotes, was it Kevin McCarthy, their former leader, who said they look like a, a white country club over there. Yeah. I, all the diversity is on our side. They walk right into these bear traps, and these rape factories, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and she's ready to go. I mean, you know, you've got people, I think about like Buttigieg is really good with his retorts like this, like yeah. so fast. Jasmine Crockett, like uh, Raskin, Jamie yeah. Raskin. I mean, with the whole pornography comment. And she's like, excuse That's me not one porn. second, Dana. Excuse me. Everybody shut up. Dana's talking. She can't be here every week. <laughs> that'll shut him up that'll do it yeah mm -hmm. i want that i want that yeah. announcement right before i go on stage for all my comedy shows uh yeah raskin uh incredible when you know marjorie taylor green as you've spoken about it already i'm sure was like that's not pornography and he's like you're the expert <laughs> fantastic yeah. the whole thing was fantastic and then you know dana i'm sure you've and you guys uh you and allison been covering all this on the boons but I mean, this morning, I, it just it sums up everything we're dealing with. What did mommy say? They're so put well the behaved. Lotion in, they put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Not that dog. Put the lotion in the basket. Sums <laughs> <laughs> up everything. In, you know, this Trump's America we're dealing with, bomb, we start the day with a bomb threat at Judge and Gorin's house, you know, so far, him whining on the steps, I didn't get to speak because, you know, he has to follow the rules. Anyone else would in a court of law. He doesn't get to give a closing statement. You know exactly what it would have been. I Absolutely. mean, but here we are. They they are losers who react with violence. And can we talk about the bomb threat? I know it's incredibly serious. There needs to be protection on Engron and his entire family. But if you know the judges in court... Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you do a bomb threat on the courthouse instead of his home if you're trying right. to disrupt the proceeding? Right. Like, I, I don't even feel like these felons are very smart. They're like, they're like the Home Alone crooks. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you know, I, I Macaulay Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin left four hours ago. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin can stop them with a can of paint. I yeah. I, I, I do get that it might be a little disconcerting that um, they're revealing that they know where he lives. By yeah, calling 100%. in, yeah. yeah. So well, I mean, Chris, we just covered, you know, uh, uh, Judge Chutkin sure. and Jack Smith getting swatted at their own you homes. Know? Yeah, 
Yes. Part of, part of the horror of that is them knowing what the what their address of is. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When these officials Where their are family doxed, absolutely. Yeah. That's the terrifying part. But, you know, a lot of these criminals are, are thank God, not very bright right. um, on that side. And uh, I think they're, they're going to, you know, this this guy, they're going to catch the person. He's going to go to prison. And, and Dana, nothing, it doesn't change anything. It's not going to change here's, anything. Here's what I don't want to happen is us to cave to the bullies, because I think I was seeing, I don't know exactly where, but that some judicial nominees have withdrawn. This is what's right. going to happen. We're, we're not going to get good judges to serve or election workers to serve. Right. And that's what they wanted. That's what they want. That's yep. what they want. And hopefully these people, um, you know, Chutkin and Angeron and all of these people that are really doing the Lord's work right now, they don't back down. They have done everything in the Angeron case to try and get him to react to Trump so mm -hmm. they can ask for a mistrial, so they can ask for prejudice. And he has stood his ground and he has kept calm and he has done his job. It's been a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of election workers, Nevada became the latest state to enforce new legislation, making it a felony to harass, threaten or intimidate election workers. Um, our friend Glenn Kirshner said it's notable because of bipartisan support, which it should be. Yeah. Elections are supposed to be, you know, Protected and safe. By, by their nature, bipartisan and just, Absolutely. you know, allow everyone to vote safely. Um, he said, uh, I do think some signals are going to have to be sent. Some people will have to go to jail in order to send this message. I mean, you know, that's where we are, Dana. It, it, everybody from Trump on down. And I was thrilled to see that George Conway has doubled down on his prediction that Trump is going to jail. He said, I can't say when, but I think he is going to spend the rest of his life in jail. And that's, you know, I, I, but him on down. There has to be consequences. Absolutely. However, comma, if Trump goes to jail and all these articles are right and Nikki Haley is running the, G you know, the GOP front runner, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you? I, I can I can only watch clips. I couldn't watch the debate. No, it's I just didn't. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. All awful. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if that that was a, a something to me. I thought you were like, hold on. No, I was holding up the uh, soundbite number one. one. Okay, I'm learning yes. what's happening now. I'm learning what's going this on. This is what happens when I'm in the COVID closet and not in the studio with Chris and Jody. Uh -huh. Okay, but, but also, also, Dana, I think you are number one. I and, really and, do. Yes, thank you. I'm glad it's I, a different I, finger. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm not buying that top five funniest lesbians. I think you are number one. <laughs> the number and one. I appreciate that because I, you are part of that community and so that for uh, as usual i am topping you so thank you thank you. <laughs> thank you i will i am happy to be your bottom for the rest of our days right all right oh, uh God. yes this is uh cnn's abby phillips donald trump lists a few of his favorite reasons why he's not a criminal at this point, Trump is a collector of defenses like some people collect Pokemon, uh, but there's almost too much to count at this point. And trust us, we tried. He says he's immune. Presidents can't obstruct justice. He, he's, his intent wasn't corrupt. The case is moving too fast or moving too slow. It's an unfair venue. The judge is biased and so are the clerks. The juries too. That's the extraordinary place we find ourselves in, Dana, that I I guess in a cult, it does not matter that it's 91 felony counts, that apparently everybody's corrupt. Every grand jury, every judge, every clerk, every everybody except Donald Trump. Right? Absolutely. And it's it's 
it's very telling if you listen to, at, at no point he's blaming everyone else or he's always defensive i'm immune and it was in presidential power at no point has he said i did not do it it's more of i did it and these are all of the reasons i should get away with it and he's well, done this his that, entire life your podcast partner allison gill made that point she read every single filing as she does because yes. she's the she's the girl we all cheat off in class i don't read it all she really but, is <laughs> but but you know she said in one not in one thing did they say he's innocent no. every defense is that he's it doesn't apply to him he's just above the law there's yeah. no defense that said i didn't do this right now he's yeah now he's i mean the whole thing with ignorant judge and saying i'd like to you know get excused because of melania's mother died and then we oh, see God. him dancing out of the van and going on fox news the guy is just he's a schmuck like yeah. broken just, up broken absolutely up. Oh, you know the one picture I missed on my Costa Rica bike trip? Uh, there was a place called Soda Melania. Because <laughs> a lot of places there are called Soda something. And I was wanted to take a picture and go, that's where Melania is. He made her into Soda. There you go. Well, I mean, listen, we're not... Soylent, Soylent Green, our, our people. Yeah. <laughs> we're not heartless people. I'm sorry she lost her mother. But please spare me to feel that Trump has... If he, I don't think he's capable of grief, to be yeah. honest with you. I think he's a sociopath. Mary Trump has talked about it. We've talked about it. When he's trying, he, he would use it for his favor if he could, and he did. Yep. And he just got denied. That's the thing. The judge said no. And yeah. so he went dancing out of his SUV and was like, yeah. I got a Fox News to go well, to. That's how he works his grief off by that double hand job dance that he does. That's how it's, he works out oh, his grief. It's, I, yeah. Yeah, some, I wish someone would please right. make a video because this is. <laughs> it's going to come in handy in prison, I think. Yeah. That's going to be a good, a good skill to have. Yeah, okay. It's going to come in handy. Oh, what? hey, oh. hey. Hey, maybe you can have uh, Lauren Bobert give him a brush up, brush up <laughs> tutorial before he goes in. Sure. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. It even vibrates like real. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Wait a minute, no one's listening anymore. Why am I doing my show with effing COVID? For God's sake, I'm an addict. <laughs> Dana Goldberg's here, that's why. Everything's better. Everything's better. Um, You'll be better soon. Here's, baby, here's one of the things we did miss yesterday uh, in Judge, uh, or today in um, Trump not being allowed to give his whiny, full diaper, poopy diaper baby's closing argument is uh, John John Gorin had said if Trump violated the gag order, he would direct officer, you know, meaning impugning him or his staff mm -hmm. or whatever, right. when he was, you know, thinking of allowing him to give a closing statement with certain rules. Uh, he said uh, if he violated that, he would direct officers to immediately remove Trump from the courtroom. <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been great. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying there's so many wonders we have to look forward to in 2024, right? I'm hoping it'll be like an episode of Cops, like eventually they'll make a run for it and I don't know. Huh. They'll step on a Schlitz can trying to get over a fence or something. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And someone yeah. uh, on the internet will put like the, the Beverly Hillbilly music to it. It's oh, yeah. going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Slow, slow speed chase. I don't know. Yeah. In a Bronco. Or, Who or knows? Benny Hill. And a, golf, and a golf cart. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> to the Benny Hill theme, Chris? Yes. Yeah, I think exactly. yeah, Benny Hill. Thank yeah. you, Benny Hill. I don't know what I said, Beverly Hill, but we've <laughs> big, big breasted women. Right. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to know what you and uh, Allison Gill are saying, um, uh, Dana, because George Conway confidently predicted again Trump will uh, lose his immunity battle and stand trial as scheduled in D.C. He said, I think this March 4th trial date could stick. I think this decision from the D.C. Circuit is going to come down within a week or two, probably a week and maybe even less. I don't think there's going to be a big deal when it comes to getting that opinion out. And there's a good chance the Supreme Court won't take it. Even if the Supreme Court does take it and hears arguments in March and April, they could issue a decision. We could have a trial in summer before the fall. Um, I've heard more than one legal expert say the Supreme Court may not take this. Yeah, listen, I, I haven't talked about this with AG. I'm sure she's got an opinion on it. And as questionable as George Conway's taste in, is, in women is, I think he's a pretty good, <laughs> I think he's a pretty good legal scholar. So I, I like to listen to what he has to say, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's right. Yeah, yeah I, think, um, I think it was um, Mary McCord, I can't remember who else, you know, a couple other people said that. I just, it seems so, even if you're not a lawyer, so ridiculous on its face, this immunity claim. Yeah. That, yeah. No, no, I, you and I are in agreement. It does seem absolutely ridiculous. He's throwing, you know, he's throwing everything at the wall and trying to see what sticks. Yep. 29 minutes after the hour. I, I feel like everything is better. We're going to inject some Jasmine Crockett directly into our veins. Yes. Together, and then I'm sure my COVID will be completely cleared up. <laughs> and Dana Goldberg's here on The Stephanie Miller Show. want to run it back though to the very beginning because this is something that I just can't get over. I can't get over the gentle lady from South Carolina talking about white privilege. It was a spit in the face, at least of mine as a black woman, for you to talk about what white privilege looks like, especially from that side of the aisle. And let me quote your now ousted speaker and what he had to say about the Republican Party and y'all's lack of diversity. When you look at the Democrats, they actually look like America. When I look at my party, we look like the most restrictive country club in America. Oh my God, Jasmine uh, Crockett, fire, just fire, Dana. He's fabulous. I love her. Absolutely love her. Texas is lucky. Make sure she gets reelected every time. Yes. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, their former speaker, have you heard people are starting to post pictures of Mike Johnson with a head of lettuce now? <laughs> after, after that clown show yesterday there are reports that there there is trouble in paradise dana that they might be thinking of ousting uh mike johnson now because of uh you know him making a deal on the budget hilarious he's a mess listen i think that they had we wanted him in there the entire time i think he's more of a trump crony than uh mccarthy and any of those guys and he's terrifying when it comes to uh, you know, reproductive rights and LGBTQ, anything. Uh, yeah, so I, I, if they in, uninstall what I think they intentionally install, he must be doing a worse job than they had ever intended. Yeah. Oh, this is fantastic. Jim Jordan seen going at it with Mike Johnson during tense GOP meeting. Oh, my God. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all equally awful. This is fantastic. Uh, Jim Jordan was reportedly going at it with Mike Johnson <laughs> over the deal he cut with the Democratic-led Senate to keep the government funded. Uh, Republicans shouldn't have agreed to any of the side deal items in the spending deal that Johnson agreed to 
he said, although uh, jo Johnson was hamstrung by an earlier deal that had been cut by formerly disastrous House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> their last disaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, Representative Warren Davidson, Republican of Ohio, stormed out of the meeting and openly trashed his own speaker afterwards. Before we could even get together, he announced the, announced the terms of the surrender. Uh, he should never have been hired. Oh, my God. Fight, 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 fight. Absolutely. The House GOP is a mess. They have been. And I mean, and meanwhile, look at our side, not just the awesomeness, but just the they were like a great tag team. Right. It was lovely. I, you know, listen, there's every the entire House of Representatives is up for reelection. Everyone has to get out and vote. I know that there's a Democrat running against Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's very heavily red area. It does not mean they can't win. Mm -hmm. Everyone has to get out and do this. We can get the House of Representatives back. The margin is very small right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here's one of my other favorite moments. And, uh, noted insurrectionist Andy Biggs said uh, at one point, in my experience, some of these people up there did not receive a subpoena and so notified counsel for your bogus J6 committee. And Jamie Raskin said, well, first of all, every court in the land has rejected the claim there was anything bogus about it. Right. Um, he said, do you have any authority on your side for that outrageous proposition? I know you'd like to believe, but your fantasies are not the law of the United States. Uh, Big said, I have great fantasies. And Braskin said, I'm sure you do. You and Marjorie Taylor Greene might want to discuss them together. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's just so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, when you when Lauren Boebert looks like the classy one in the Re Republican caucus that day, you are having a very bad day. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Raskin to do a type five in front of my sets. That's what he's going to do. I'm going to be like, Raskin, if you can just come in, just a type five, wrap it up. <laughs> By the way, did we miss that yesterday, Chris and Jody? Lauren Fobert's ex-husband got arrested again? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yep. Uh -huh. He's a hot On, mess. Uh, weapons and assault charges. Yeah, they're a lovely okay, couple. Was... Do we, who did he assault? I don't allegedly. Know. He was, allegedly. He, he was... <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> he was the one to call the police on her. Right. I remember her outside did, the restaurant so because the, he said that, that she hit him in the face. Right. So oh so the God. assault allegation is against Lauren Boebert? <laughs> and they said it never happened. No, no, Steph, no. You oh. need to get some tea or water in you. No, um, no, my point is that he accused her of assaulting him, but now he's just been arrested for assault. For assault. Yes. Totally okay, else. got it. Totally yes. else. They were yes. actually saying there was, some, we, uh, Alice and I were speak, talking about this on the Daily Beans. They were saying that she punched him in the face and that has been disputed. He has been dispelled. She, uh, she did not. And that oh. he's actually the one that is, uh, yeah. Got he's, it. He, he should have been arrested. Just, it sounds like. You know what? This has afraid. Palin family vibes it all totally over. It totally does. It really does. She's Except like a mini Palin. Except without the class. Right, right. 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 <laughs> I mean, we just had the Republican in, where was it, North Carolina with her daughter getting in a bar brawl yeah. at yes. a bar yeah. that they own next to the tackle shop. Uh -huh. I mean, these people really, really just the best of society. I mean, yeah. And Lauren Boebert, meanwhile, introduced herself to her new would-be constituents because of course she moved districts right. um, with a joke about her public lewdness she said many of you know who I am I don't have to ask like the ushers at the Buell Theater like I we're at a point where not only you get caught giving a hand job and but you can joke about it and still get elected to Congress is that where we're, we're at? that is where we at well you can get elected okay. to Congress on the Republican side so there's that well, look where their front runner is. Let's do one more. Uh, Abby Phillips, cut two on. CNN. He's never met her. He doesn't know her. He's she's not his type. It was his personal account, political persecution, witch hunt, 
perfect phone call, the deep state. It wasn't an insurrection. He wasn't notified that it was a crime. His lawyers advised him. Double jeopardy. The speech was peaceful. The students weren't defrauded. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. She went on to say. The Presidential Records Act. He was too busy. They were his documents. They're declassified. They aren't even classified at all. The First Amendment and the Fourth, the Fifth, the Sixth, and Tenth Amendments, too. <laughs> now, if you're wondering where some of those reasons even came from, just look at the client, Donald J. Trump. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so last night he did his little, uh, you know, um, speaking of handy J's on uh, Fox News, where uh, he was allowed to say once again that Democrats like to kill babies after birth um, yes. without any pushback. But Brett Baer did ask him, can you say tonight political violence is never acceptable? Because, you know, Dana, a couple days ago, he just walked away without answering. Right. right. Of course, political violence is acceptable. It's, you know, his it's his wheelhouse. But um, Brett Baer said, you seem to issue a warning that if the courts and even the U.S. Supreme Court, if they didn't treat you fairly, that maybe there would be bedlam in the country. Use the word bedlam. By the way, who uses that word except like a Batman villain? Yeah, Trump right. what it means. Someone gave it to him. Um, so he said, so can you say tonight political violence is never acceptable? Trump said, uh, well, oh, well, of course that's right. Uh, and of course I'm the one that's had very little of it. What? Uh, except for that one time on January 6th and, and then all the other times that were inspired by you. What? And that time his lawyer argued in court that he could kill a political exactly. opponent right. and then it should go through an impeachment process. Yes, yes, yes. And he said, uh, uh, take a look at wars. I didn't start. I wasn't involved in any wars. As we were saying, Tana, he killed more people with COVID than all of our wars combined. I there's this. I, I just saw this one having having COVID right now, I was a little sensitive to all of these stories. Nearly 17,000 people across six countries have died because they took hydroxychloroquine yep. during the first wave of COVID in 2020, according to a new analysis. Um, yeah, subsequent studies showed not only did the drug have no benefit, it resulted in a significant increase in the risk of death. <coughs> you uh -oh. remember him saying, what do you have to lose? Take it. Yep. Well, apparently the answer is your life. And we knew that. We knew that. We warned. They tried to dispel it. At the time, the, the scarf lady, wasn't the scarf lady running the scene? Like his, Dr. Scarfie McScarperton from Scarf Yeah, yeah who didn't, see, you know, didn't yeah. do anything. And then you got Fauci, unfortunately, <laughs> who can't really push back on national TV doing a face palm when you're not supposed to touch your face during the pandemic uh -huh. because Trump <laughs> says something moronic. Like, it, it's not surprising more people lost lives because of his incompetence. It's just not. By the way, was that like, am I the only person that was the hardest thing? I am a, a, a face toucher. I just am. I don't know what it is. Yourself I'm or a, other people? Both? No, myself. Well, both. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I you're think in that's a horror film where you're like, yeah, I think it's incredibly hard. I, that's why just just wash your wash your hands like a normal adult. I mean, I don't understand people. I had a hard time not licking my fingers to like separate paper or like oh, the, the, yeah. the produce oh, bag. Good. You oh, know, if the... you if you own a dog, that's how you get your poop bags open. For God's sake, <laughs> yes. yeah. I had the hardest time. Yeah, now they've got us just fondling produce that's been wet at Whole right. Foods, trying to get the bag open because yeah. we need to get saliva from somewhere. <laughs> Can I make a startling confession? Uh -oh. Maybe not startling to oh, anyone no. in this room. But I was like, I don't know how many years old. It wasn't that long ago that I learned that trick, Chris. What? I remember being in a supermarket and I said to someone, how do you get these bags open? They're like, Lick your finger. That's the kale. You just, 
You just lick your fingers. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm like, trust the kale. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, honey. Oh, you're oh. pretty. Like it's I just okay. La- I, I just landed on planet Earth like Ron DeSantis. <laughs> and I'm trying to replicate human behavior. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Last night, this uh, DeSantis Haley, I don't know if you saw any clips, Dana. I did they a couple. Other, They're they, awful. They, they called each other liars, insulted each other's records and character. Uh, I love that... Um, uh, Nikki Haley interrupted DeSantis at one point to say, you're so desperate, you're just so desperate. That's where he should have said, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> the Florida governor, oh, this was one of those pre-written zippy lines, Dana, are you ready? Yeah. He said, Haley's got this problem with ballistic podiatry, shooting herself in the foot every day. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Huh? No? Where's the hook? Okay. Okay. Oh, but but her Nikki Haley up on stage talking about, you know, she's pro-life because her husband was adopted. So what's, I think I've sort of, the joke in this is that one, her husband was adopted, so someone named him, and then she adopted him again in college and renamed him. So that's probably why she believes in pro-life. <laughs> like the whole argument was awful. And then she was touting the fact that women are going to be imprisoned in South Carolina if they get abortion. Yeah. Like these people are horrible, not to mention they're both trying to out transphobe each other on a national stage. It's they're just despicable people. And we've got to get out and vote. If Joe Biden <laughs> oh my is God. not reelected, I don't know what's going to happen. I know. Um, by the way, I, di- I didn't watch that either. But what was is she a Lydia from Handmaid's Tale? It's the women that help Aunt Lydia screw over Aunt Lydia. other women. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Aunt Lydia. Um, I- he said uh, of Neely, Nikki Haley, we don't need another mealy mouth politician who just tells you what she thinks you want to hear to try to get your vote, then to get into office to do her donor's bidding. Oh, dear God. Oh, this may disqualify Haley. She said the election, Trump lost it. Biden won the election. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. There oh, goes <laughs> there goes her hopes. Uh, she said January 6th was a terrible day and Trump uh, will have to answer for it. DeSantis said Trump would likely end up being convicted for the criminal charges he faces. He said, I don't think he gets through that. So what are we going to do as Republicans? Oh, I can tell you, you're going to go into the dustbin of history. Yeah. Say hello to the Whigs. Um, he, uh, oh, Vivek Ramaswamy did not qualify. So at least we were all saved well, Okay. <laughs> another yeah. night with the most irritating human in the world. He really is. My God. Um, Trump said he's not exactly worried about Chris Christie dropping out. He said he agreed with comments Christie made on a hot mic when he said Haley's going to get smoked and it's not up to this. Oh, God, Dana. It's just, it's trying to pick between like leprosy and <laughs> and Ebola. They're know, all just so awful. But we saw this in 2016. Trump said that Ted Cruz's dad assassinated JFK and his wife was a, I don't even remember, some awful thing. And Ted Cruz was like, I, that man's horrible. And then the next sentence was, and I endorse him for president of the United States of America. <laughs> and a big thumbs up. I know. Yeah, right just up on there. They, this party deserves everything they have coming. Oh my God, that is hilarious. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Four minutes after the hour, Dana Goldberg's here, but she's not going to be here forever. She's going to be somewhere where you are. 
I'm hitting right. the road in Florida. You keep wanting me to go down and perform in Florida. Cause some trouble. It's happening. On January 28th, I'll be at the Tampa Funny Bone. It used to be the Improv. So get your tickets. It's a matinee. So you got to love a matinee. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yep. March 8th, yeah. I'm headlining in Bend, Oregon. So if you're in Eugene wow. or Bend or Portland, you're going to want to come to the show. It's on March 8th. And that's also on my website. And then Fort Lauderdale. I'm spending my birthday with you at the Sunshine Cathedral on April 12th. All of these tickets are on sale on my website, danagoldberg.com, and that's in addition to all the galas I'm going to be doing, but these are just my stand-up shows, so get the tickets before they're gone. Thank you for that, Stephanie. Awesome! Hooray! Um, speaking of which, this is why Florida, in particular, needs Dana Goldberg. Ah, a new Florida bill filed Monday would effectively ban all abortions from the moment of fertilization with no exceptions for no. rape or incest. Number two, Florida stack. A Florida school district has literally banned the dictionary yep. in an effort to comply with Don Ron DeSantis's book banning yep. uh, law. I mean, this is how ridiculous uh, we've become, Dana. Also, I mean, let's not all Floridians, but the legislature and Ron DeSantis and his cronies have gone off the deep end in Florida. Like, this is insane fascism. And I really hope that we can do something about it. I just, obviously, I don't want him anywhere near the White House, but I would really love him out of Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, in breaking fight, 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 big bag of rats news, Marjorie Taylor Greene would also like Mike Johnson out as yep. House Speaker. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> as, as, she said she's had it. She's had a bad Mark's had a bad day. Yesterday. Oh, she's, she's a little grumpy. Mm. Oh. Yeah, there's a story after story, Dana. New whispers about dumping my child in this house GOP becomes a reality free zone. Um, oh, one, no. Uh, Jake Sherman writes, the truth is what Johnson did is not controversial, but the house has turned into a reality free zone. And it, yeah, we saw that on display yesterday oh boy I, mike johnson's gonna do some stressful scrolling on pornhub his son is gonna have some monitoring to do lots of monitoring lots of monitoring. dad dad just go for a walk <laughs> um yeah this is the other headline house republicans already unraveling less than two weeks into the new year according to a republican aide yep. um chip roy who again always shocked to hear it is not a putt-putt in lubbock it is a guy, yeah. it's a Republican from Texas, already flirting, pushing another motion to vacate the speakership in wake of Johnson's announced deal to fund the federal government. I mean, just keeping the government open now is a fireable offense yep. for a House speaker. Yep. I, They've all lost right? their minds. And you know what? Let him stay in disarray until the election. Like, let them. Let's get rid of all of them. I, I mean, all you got to do is campaign on these videos and being like, you voted these people in and they're doing nothing for you. Yeah. Let me fix this. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say anymore about the uh, Marjorie. Speaking of Marjorie Taylor Greene, she lashed. I don't know if you caught this moment. She lashed out after Jamie Raskin pointed out that Ashley Babbitt was not murdered. You know, right. we had Harry Dunn on yesterday. I mean, this is part of the objective reality we're fighting <laughs> it's like the january 6th happens they are terrorists i mean uh, she, uh he said our good uh, raskin said our good friend the gentle lady i love when they call each other gentle, gentle ladies. ladies yeah um uh from georgia referred to the murder of ashley babbitt raskin said the department of justice the united states attorney the u.s capitol police inspector and in, in general always rejected the idea that there was any murder to which you know she lost her shizzle again yeah uh, 
Yeah. I mean, this is the fight we're fighting in 2024. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, yeah, we've got a big fight ahead of us. I know we're at the end of the show. It's great to see you. I want you to feel better, Steffi. And I hope people get out. <laughs> yes. Follow me on the social. She's going to say it anyway. So Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever, DG Comedy. And I love you guys. I love you too, Dana Goldberg. We'll see you tomorrow on the Stephanie Miller Show. 